0: Welcome to Article 23, your podcast all about making work, work. We're back here on Gadigal land, part of the Eora Nation, and want to start um, the podcast by acknowledging Elders past, present and emerging, and share our gratitude for their care of this land for thousands of years. I'm James Hancock, and guess who's with me? Rhonda Bryden-Hall. How are you?
1: Great, great to be here.
0: You excited for today?
1: I am, and I like you doing the opening
0: too, thank you. Cool, we got some pretty good <laughs> good topics and we've had a little bit of discussion on this this morning because there's some really interesting things out there this week yep um we always do two sort of topical areas we're going to do that um and one news item but actually it's a reflection news item i reckon
1: i think it is too and it's an important one yeah cool i like it a lot
0: So let's go. Topic area number one, interactions that we've had with businesses now that it's sort of 2023, of course. We know that interest rates are up a bit. We know that people are feeling like, I think it's safe to say fairly um, post-COVID. I hate using that because I know it's still a pandemic. Get all of that. Um, Lots of people feeling like they can restart plans. It's sort of like, hey, there was a pause and now we're back. And in 2019 bit, or 2020, like and
1: a little bit of catching up, like people are going, I "Missed two yeah. years, I've got to quickly, quickly go so that I can catch up those two years again." And yeah. it's really quite frenetic the pace with which people are coming at things now.
0: Yeah, so they're sort of ready to attack stuff, but they also know that, hey, I'm ready to restart those plans that I had. But actually, yeah. what's in front of me looks different. I'm in a different business. I might be in the same organization, but we've. Acquired different businesses. We've merged competitors. Yeah. yeah. So we've been thinking about that. What's yeah. go, What's going on that we see out there?
1: Well, I think the thing that we've been working on in the last couple of weeks is that, that I've found really, really interesting is this very, very thoughtful approach to yeah. mergers, acquisitions, moving businesses together. So as they've pivoted, changed shape, bought something, added something, yep. whatever it happens to be there's this really thoughtful approach about culture. Whereas normally that's just a, we bought this business because it's more efficient. It can make us do whatever we were doing faster or more efficiently or whatever it happens to be, it costs less. Um, Whereas all of a sudden the conversation is around, should we bring them in just yet? What is unique about them? What's the right way to put that together? And some of the the people we're working with, that, that process is very deliberate, very thoughtful.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that too. That efficiency one and getting things together is very very interesting i got the feeling people were being very streamlined in what they did everything needs to make perfect sense if anyone looked at us then we're doing something to be sold or to grow big or to tell a very like simple story but now because of that COVID thing things are more complex we get like everything's nuanced and crazy and experience and all of that and so people are like actually why can't we be an interesting diversified type business
1: yeah and be that's a how little i feel di- about like be, be interesting sustainable different, like different. You're yeah saying in this division this original part of the business. We were like this. And those things are super important to us as we bring in this other business that we've bought. They've got these things that are unique and we care about them and want to look after them.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: The uniqueness. But we need these things to come together and not get broken. So this culture that's held businesses during COVID, which is about connection, care, decency to each other, all those sorts of things that we've got a lesson in Hmm. um, are now becoming something of very genuine value.
0: And we're seeing that shift Call it the market, but the market's obviously such a broad term, but um, seeing the shift that it's not, the best people have always looked beyond pure financial due diligence to make great things happen. Yes. Now we're seeing more and more people are on the train of knowing that.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And and if you look at sort of purely finance, let's bring a business in or whatever, yeah. they sort of meet the CEO, yeah. talk in the elevator.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Well, it reminds me a lot of myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. You've, <laughs> wow. They, they seem lovely. I would have dinner with them. And you're like, yeah, sure. But. And that's
1: really the only kind you had, that yeah. dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas now there's sort of, let's get some proper culture data. Where are the tension points? Where are the yeah. strengths that we share? How do we put them together? What's going to be a really smooth thing that we can leverage? Yeah. And what's going to be something that we need to support or have conversations on? Let's yeah. lean into things that are causing people pain. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a really thoughtful approach. We've mm. seen two very very beautiful acquisitions with clients that have gone through where they've actually held the core culture yeah and made it contagious and inspiring for the acquired business that's very hard because normally that you know when you first go in you've got all these things you want to leverage but for the first 12 months you're fighting people who didn't want to get bought or Mm. feel subservient or whatever the right word for that is they feel like they've lost something a bit of grief for their old company um and these these two companies have done such a proactive thoughtful job at giving the acquired business the strengths of the one they're joining not just the pain um, and really merge them in a beautiful way and held culture so Mm. that they've now got a unanimous culture an aligned culture whatever the right word for that is and just as importantly a successful business from it
0: yeah and people have been applying a sort of sophisticated finance approach for a while i think like at least seemingly and know what it is and everything else and people it's super pleasing um to see people are doing that with people and culture
1: yeah the other thing that we've seen is a little bit of patience to it yeah so that's it a good it used to be like merging them in squash quick those quick quick together, let's go let's go let's go. get rid of the half yeah. of them whatever whatever now what <clears> we're seeing is this view of saying look we bought them yeah and there's some really great things about this company that's unique let's just hang on to it for a little while mm-hmm. uh let's take 12 months to understand the uniqueness before we bring it in mm-hmm. and we have lots of conversations that are quite tricky mm-hmm. before we get into that point. And if they wait for that, like I, I I had the pleasure of working with a CEO who used to do that whenever he bought business, very big company, so yeah. 67,000 people is quite you know, fair size. But um, what he would do is he would buy a company for all the right reasons, unique mm-hmm. property, yep. ideas, product, service, whatever it was. And then he would say, I don't touch them for two years. I just listen.
0: I love that. And so
1: he had a patient game. Now, that company built progressively from acquisition over many, many years because he had this absolute respect for the people who was buying. He never squashed them. Yeah. Grab them. He always merged them in really calmly, mm. and by the time they merged in, they were like, "Yeah, we understand what your strengths are, and here's ours, and let's contribute to it." And it worked really well. And we're seeing that. That used to be a one outlier guy. Yeah, yeah. Now it's becoming a craft or yeah. the mindset of the leaders who can build businesses by acquisition or inorganic growth, as it's yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're very, very good at it.
0: And when we're looking at our work, right, we're looking at a strength. Approach, And I think that's sort of what's coming through is it's like a strength based shared approach of um, what businesses are like, I'm not buying you because I think you're rubbish. Otherwise, wouldn't that make us a bit rubbish, you know what I mean? Like, I, or yeah. like, yeah. there's definitely value, sure. but you know, are you buying in deficit all the time? That must be a pretty interesting world to live in. And people aren't doing it as much, and I kind of get it. I like it. It's obviously I agree. good. We did.
1: We did write a, a bit about this. We've written a couple of case studies on mergers from yeah. a cultural perspective. So I think that we've obviously been looking at it for a long time. But it's um, it's becoming a craft, and it, it's masterful to see it go well.
0: Love it. So speaking of a craft. <laughs> I think that might Let's be the best segue. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk <laughs> chatbots because I think like the media. Right, this is how you know chatbots are getting good is when media is out there. Yeah. Um. Everyone's talking about it. You get in a taxi or an Uber and people are, like responding on the news that they're talking to you about in the and their opinion based on what they search for. I was going to say Google. That's awkward because of where we'll get to. But, um. <laughs> wow. Like I saw that on chat ChatGPT or on a chatbot, but. That does go to the point, because we were talking about this, watching this closely. Overnight, Google gave a bit of an update yep. of their version of ChatGPT, which is called Bard, I think. Don't yep. know what that means. Interesting name. Um, but basically, they asked it something, and it didn't get the answer right.
1: Bard, like an author.
0: Bard, like an author. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, B-A-R-D. I'm
1: Shakespearean.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. But, <laughs> oh, I guess Shakespeare was had a lot of tragedies in there, and this is probably one of them. <laughs> So, um, momentarily and recoverable. But what I think is interesting is that uh, got the info wrong and the market put the share price down by 100 billion US dollars.
1: What did they get wrong?
0: Uh, it was about a telescope. Don't ask me because human error will definitely get it wrong. But um, so They've will a very the sophisticated. They got the wrong telescope. And NASA corrected them, which that's uncomfortable. But basically, what's interesting in it is a whole lot of things. But basically, Google is about a search thing, isn't it? And if you search for something and it's not right, that's not great.
1: No, that's true. For
0: what you're doing. Yeah, sort of of
1: like you had one job.
0: You had one big key key job. (laughs) Um, It also means we won't be saying, I'm going to be barding that. (laughs) You know, I'm Googling it. You're still going to be Googling it for a little bit. But needed to talk about it. So you know what we did? You
1: Googled. Nah. (laughs) You barded. Nah. You GPT'd.
0: I chat GPT'd. Making work work. What did it say? I feel like I should do it in a robot voice, but I don't know. Like, it's uncomfortable. I won't read the whole thing. It's very thoughtful, I guess, in a robot way. Is making work work refers to improving the effectiveness and efficiency of your work processes with the aim of increasing productivity and job satisfaction. Here are some ways to make work work. And then I'm not going to read everyone, but it's like, prioritise tasks, use time management techniques, Organize your workspace, take breaks, stay motivated, collaborate with others, stay tuned, manage stress. By following these tips, you can make work work for you and achieve a better work-life balance. Helpful, right? Done. Wonderful. And now I'm like... we well, be ro- very fast. It'll be so it fast. It actually
1: relates that we had an article this week that we were tossing around we on... We did. What sort of people love working from home.
0: Yep, yep.
1: That was very interesting because they said they're actually task people. Yeah. So if you love ticking off your tasks and getting them done efficiently and not being interrupted and not having a laugh or whatever it happens to be, obviously my waiting of
0: that's Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs>
1: but it's that they love being at home because I go tick, 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 done before lunch.
0: Yep. And maybe chat GPT likes working from home, given the <laughs> list. But <laughs> I think that's funny. I feel after that like a robot vacuum and I need to go and re-dock myself quietly in the corner. <laughs> So I might just do that. Do, 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 bloop, 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 bloop. Anyway, there you go. interesting
1: that they gave you eight pieces of advice mm. on how to make work work. Yeah. Only one of the eight involved anybody else other than yourself.
0: I guess chat GPT works alone. <laughs> which is very interesting (laughs) not
1: really the team player so that hundred billion (laughs) dollars
0: chatbots have a place in the work that is done out there i was gonna say they do
1: and we've got some massive fans in our team particularly some people in our tech team like they're all over this they're very excited yeah there's some really cool stuff
0: been applied well before this is sort of like a mass application that people are now seeing like you know people out there are seeing it that's important but I think it's a good segue into our last key thing we want to talk about. And that is...
1: Can I go back to the chat box Yeah, for go a back. <laughs> go back for a second. Let's see how we go. one of them in there that's managing stress. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really funny is the only way to, that it suggests you manage stress is to take time away by yourself.
0: Yeah. And for some people but you've been doing that you've been doing there? you've been doing that through the whole list anyway so what do you got to do yeah that right. makes sense.
1: And actually for some people that's actually really stressful to be alone. yeah it's one of the most stressful things you can be. Yeah. So it's not the solution for all of us just a note.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can pick the whole thing apart. Like, maybe I'll just put the list on my LinkedIn or something. But um, talks about, you know, the way to stay updated is training and professional development. I reckon talking to people works great too.
1: You probably learn a lot from them.
0: I thought find someone
1: smart, know something you don't know, perspective you haven't thought of.
0: Yep, Chat GPT, way to go. I think that's what, what we land on. Have coffee with
1: someone. Very distressing.
0: I like to have coffee alone. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Do you want a cup of coffee later? No. <laughs> Okay, third issue. So the last one is we're talking about, we like having good news here, but we need to talk about this, I think. We are hearing a lot, obviously, about interest rates, reserve bank, and everything else. And it's really important setting. We get that. Economy, important. But we're framing it in a really interesting way right now. And yeah, that w- is basically, it's yeah, it's wicked. It's about people's pain and suffering, basically. Yeah. And we just need to say it like that.
1: Coming off a couple of years of COVID, and we're yep. talking, we, we work with schools and things like that sometimes too, and you're looking at kids or people um, without the capacity to turn away or make good decisions about turning away. They're yep. quite overwhelmed over the last couple of years. And this way that we're talking about the economy is both dire Mm. and also based on pain. It's literally, we need to put pressure on people so they're in pain, so they do this. It's like, whoa.
0: So they don't spend money, da-da-da. And you're like, huh? Yeah. You literally want to change a number to make people suffer.
1: Yeah. And you You, get the fiscal policy of, okay, we want people to buy less stuff or whatever it happens to be so that we don't just keep exceeding the supply chain all the time. I get that. Yeah. But once people can't afford their rent or they can't afford their vegetables or... That's pretty wicked.
0: I just think it shows people that are seemingly so far away from the reality of their decision. For many people, yeah. And so that's—I'm not criticizing that. Like they, I'm sure they're great human beings that are making these calls. Yeah. But hey, how close are things?
1: Yeah. And the, and it's probably to the wrong people. Like we're causing pain to people who.
0: Are already in pain. They're already in pain, right?
1: And and then but we're not having the conversation with people who aren't yet in sufficient pain or whatever they're trying to cause. Yeah. So we're sort of leaving them out. Pain
0: should be more widespread. I've always felt that. (laughs) Don't you? Like why would you only make the pain happen to few when it could be for so many? I think it makes sense. I
1: think it's on the most people side of the equation right now
0: yeah i think that that's right i think that that's right so that's what we had to talk about i think that's a good list so just we'll do a little recap on this one because i kind of went straight in at the start because we're excited about talking about the first one
1: so first one i love that there's signs of hope that there's a deep understanding that culture i.e people and how we treat each other is an important part of how business is successful so as they pivot change shape do acquisitions whatever it happens to be merge They're really being thoughtful on how we look after people. I love that.
0: Love that. Then we spoke about chatbots. We spoke about Google and Bud and what happened overnight. That's okay. We spoke about what the podcast would have been like if we used ChatGPT for the script. And what we really learn about (laughs) chatbots is there's some really great stuff there. And don't be too scared just yet.
1: Yeah, don't. Yeah, there's a space to go. And if you are stressed, I suggest rather than hanging by yourself.
0: Yeah, go find people.
1: Find someone, go for a walk.
0: Yeah, I like that one I like that one And the last one we spoke about there broadly Was this need to make the economy more human And not purely financial And stop framing it it in terms of people's pain
1: It is a social system, right? Social
0: system, but we talk about it so coldly
1: Yeah, I agree
0: Thank you so much Keep listening Which means to the podcast But also to the people around you at work And yourself And yourself Love it
1: Beautiful, well done Bye Bye